Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Is it time we legalised prostitution in Ireland? A sex workers' rights group has revealed they held a positive meeting with the Justice Minister, Helen McEntee, this week as they push for new prostitution laws. Now, in March 2017, you might remember, the government was kind of forced into the Nordic model by decriminalising sex workers while introducing penalties for brothel keepers, pimps and customers. However, the Sex Workers Alliance claim it merely pushes the activity underground and say sex workers are forced to take more risks and work less in less safer and pardon me, less safer environments. Now, Minister McEntee has announced that the Department of Justice had appointed Maura Butler, an independent expert, to oversee a review of Sexual Offences Act 2017. Sex workers and other stakeholders involved in or associated with the sale of sex are being asked for their views as part of the review. I do remember when it happened, we discussed it quite a lot of the time, and Ruhama and other organisations were pushing the government to do this without any consideration for the women who chose to do it. And we're talking about women who chose this. We're not talking about trafficking. Trafficking, it should be illegal, always was illegal. Anybody responsible for forcing, coercing or trafficking women into this country or for forcing them or coercing them to having sex by holding on to their passports or whatever it happens to be should be jailed and for a long time. We're talking about the sale of sex with consent. Kate McGrew, the Director of Sex Workers Alliance Ireland, said that the SWAI is calling for full decriminalisation. She said we had a positive meeting with the Minister for Justice last week and it was a productive meeting. We're looking forward to to engaging more with the state, hopefully. This is a review of sex work laws and we're looking to participate in it more. And the terms of reference, including roundtables and workshops and things like that. We're looking forward to finding out what the rest of the review process is like and making sure sex workers' voices are central in it. And then we have our own bill uh, that we will be promoting at some point. Now, the Sex Workers Alliance Ireland said the 2017 law has resulted in sex workers being criminalised by proxy. They also say it is more dangerous as sex workers because they're left unable to work in pairs under the law because that's considered to be a brothel, which many would have done for safety prior to its introduction for fear of being charged with working in a brothel. Kate said the reason why we call for full decriminalisation is just to have the safest version of the sex industry that is possible. Now, today it was revealed that 23 people are facing prosecution for paying for sex last year. The DPP directed that 15 people in Dublin go to the court for the offence, with the others being in Cork, Kerry and Waterford. According to the Freedom of Information files, 59 people have faced prosecution since the law was introduced in 2017. That's nearly 60 people since the law in 2017, have been caught by the guards paying for sex. Now, remember, before 2017, it wasn't illegal in this country to pay for sex. It was, you could pay for sex as long as it was a private place, as long as it wasn't solicited from the side of the street or something like that. So if you went online onto one of these sites uh, where you would get escorts or whatever it is, you could meet somebody in an apartment, give them whatever it is, 50 quid, 100 quid, whatever the charge, I don't know what the charge, and you could have sex with them. And there was nothing illegal in that transaction. But it became illegal in 2017. We kind of went a bit backwards instead of forwards when it came to progression and laws. And that was because the government were forced to do it. Well, at the time, they felt they were forced to do it. I suppose there was a lot of pressure groups. And those pressure groups 
insisted that women were being objectified. They insisted women were being used. And they considered it a form of sexual abuse. Even though many of these women did it willingly. There was many women at the time who were sex workers who referred to themselves as the happy hooker. In other words, not every woman who went into prostitution was doing it for a drug habit or was doing it because they had to do it or was doing it because they were forced into it. Many women believed it was a good career and still do. And they make quite a substantial amount of money out of it and they morally disconnect from it and they don't see a problem with it. But I want to get your thoughts on this tonight. Should prostitution be legalised in Ireland? Is it time to legalise prostitution? Now, there would obviously have to be rules and regulations around it. I mean, it wouldn't be kind of like a free-for-all where people stand on the side of the road in fishnet stockings and sore short skirts waving their legs around. You know, soliciting would obviously have to be... You can't have a situation like in some of the places in America where you see, you know, hordes of prostitutes all stand on the side of the road. Some people would just disagree with that and say it doesn't look nice, apart from anything else. Because it's the same way as you wouldn't have a window of a sex shop with vibrators hanging out of it in the middle of the day where there's children around and stuff like that. So you'd have to, we have to have a level of decorum. But certainly if it's done online and in an apartment or whatever it is, what's the problem? As long as it's not the person doing it is doing it consensually, what's the problem? Maybe you have an issue with it. Maybe you believe there's no such thing as consensually. That you believe these women are forced into it or coerced by the very nature of the fact that they can't find work or that they don't have the money and they do it for, I don't know, girls do it for college fees, for example. Young girls will do it to get their college fees. And then because they make so much money out of it, they become somewhat spoilt by that money and they don't leave the sex industry. They stay in it because they want the money. Well, that's their choice, I suppose, really, isn't it? So let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. WhatsApp or text. Let's do a little vote on this. All right? Should prostitution... Forget about decriminalisation, the word, because that's gonna, that dilutes it or waters it down a little bit. Should prostitution be legalised in this country? With caveats, of course, that you can't solicit at the side of the road. But should it be legal and legalised? Now, don't get me wrong, we may upend it with some sort of red light district or a particular district where it becomes more common, frequent, like they have in Amsterdam, for example. So should prostitution be legalised? Yes, it should, or n- absolutely not. You wouldn't agree with that at all. That's the wrong direction to be going in. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Or maybe you think it's bad because you're a woman and you believe these women are being taken advantage of. Let me know what you think. Keith, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Keith? Nile how are things? You well? Good. I mean, prostitution, Keith, they say it's the oldest profession in the world. It's actually not. Stonemason is the oldest profession in the world. It's probably the second <laughs> oldest profession in the world. So do you believe that it should be legalised? I personally think uh, that it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and for this, in its plainest form, is, is bottom line is to protect women. Bottom line. Um, I think on the whole, Noel, that our country is, is far from progressive. I mentioned this on a topic there, speaking there a few weeks back, and I kind of spoke about... Uh, pornography and whatever else but I do think ultimately bottom line is that it should be there to protect women like you know mm-hmm. um, and what about, what about the argument from these women's organisations and groups like Ruhama and others who will say that you know it encourages women to be trafficked coerced forced into these you know into prostitution that many of these prostitutes are not doing it because they want to because they feel they have to they're doing it well I think that's taken out of context I don't believe that to be to be at all true I mean the bottom line is that human trafficking is is, is yeah. rampant around the world, regardless. And it's illegal. 
and it is illegal, absolutely. But by legalising prostitution here, you're kind of curbing that a little bit, if that makes any sense. So which means that if we have legalised prostitution here in Ireland, even that word, I even hate saying that, you know, it's not even, you know, but if we, if we legalise it here, at least we can protect what's in around our borders. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's very, very important. So those who are saying that it encourages human trafficking and everything else, not at all. That, that's, that's, that's absolutely not true at all. If you legalise it here, we can protect these workers. Our government can stand up and then they'll have the same rights as a normal Joe Soap walking in, you know, whatever, whatever job they're working in. Um, if women want so to are we, that, So are we confusing morals with legislation here? Because a lot of people say, oh God, you know, you wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if you have any daughters, Keith. No, no, no kids. Okay, yeah, but I mean, if you did and your daughter came home and said, Dad, I'd like to be a prostitute, you know, it's, it's not the kind of job you, you, you aspire, you know, that you would like to think your daughter aspires to have. So morally, a lot of people find it quite repugnant. But, but I, I think that is the problem, isn't it? Is that Ireland on the whole, we're, we're, we're so stuck. We're so stuck with this negative attitude. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's progression. We don't understand what progression is. Yeah, of course, if I had a daughter and she came home and said, Dad, you know, I want to be a prostitute, you'd sit down and say, OK, well, what's the rhyme or reason behind this? A lot of women do as, as a quick, you know, as a quick book, a quick earner. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe want to help them. And I know people are listening right now thinking, this fella's talking shit. But there are women out there that do it in the likes of Amsterdam and other European countries. And they will actually use it for a year or two years to save up enough money to put themselves through college. They see it as a quick fix, as a, qu- as a quick earner. But I do think we're, we're mixing morals with policy. 100% we are, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean we, 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 we kind of went backwards uh, three years ago in 2017, you know, with this particular legislation. A lot of people believe, certainly the Sex Workers Alliance believe, we went backwards instead of forwards uh, by, you know, criminalising the sale of sex, or I should I say the purchase of sex, not the sale of it, but the purchase of it. Um, and a lot of people at the time said it was a, the wrong move to make. I don't know why the government did it at the time. Actually, it was quite bizarre the way they, the way they did it. There was also a call for pornography to be banned by the same group at the same time, but yes. sure that didn't happen. Um, but, you know, if we reverse that now, are we facing a situation whereby, you know, you're putting a lot of women in a vulnerable situation also because you're now saying, ah, oh, sure, it's a free-for-all. Sure, out you go and sell your body and sure, make a fortune. Why don't you? I mean, the, people would say that the legislation might turn some women off wanting to do it and, you know, they will pursue some other career. No, I think if women, are go- if, if women want to do it, they're going to do it anyway. You know, one way or the other, and that's evidence. We we know that, but just by by uh, listening to what's going on with the um. Now, by the way, I don't want to be sexist. By the way, there are male prostitutes too. By the way, oh. but not not that many gigolos. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that they're not true. they're not as common as the female variety. I'd be honest no. with you. There's probably only I think two or three percent of the market are male, and and a lot of those would be gay as well. So that you know you would have gay male prostitutes too. It's well, ironic, isn't it? We don't actually talk about that. It's all it's always to do with female prostitution. Would you, I mean, if you were stuck for a few quid, um, and if it was more common to have male prostitutes, would you prostitute yourself? I'll tell you, I lived in England years ago, I lived over in Sussex years ago, and I worked with lads um, in a very high-end job that were actually male escorts for all the women. I was in my 20s at the time, early 30s, and they did it just for cash. And in the UK, it's big. I was actually sitting in a sitting room one night having a coffee, and uh, he was actually getting ready to go out to be with an older woman to, just to escort her. And now, when you say just to escort her, what, just to go out for dinner with her, or was he going to it, have sex with her? It was just to go out with dinner, to be there with her, and 
if it was a thing that a few drinks had flowed and everything else and she wanted to have sex with him at the end of the night, was that open? And he said, yeah, it's open. And they pay extra for that then at the end of the night, depending on how, how the night goes. And that was in Sussex in the UK. I was over there for four years. And I tell you, it is big over there. And the industry on the whole is big. It brings in a lot, a lot oh, yeah, of it's very lu- No, it's a very lucrative market. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yes, abs- absolutely it is. But again, I, I do think, Noel, time and time again, it's always blown out of proportion. It's always taken out of context. You know, it can be very discreet. Um, and from what I've seen with the guy that was over there at the time, and his, his girlfriend was, was, was doing the same kind of thing. Um, and was his girlfriend discreet, not, was, 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 was him and his, I mean, I don't know if you could be in a relationship. With this I mean, it, it, was his girlfriend not jealous of him going out and having sex with older women? And was he not jealous of his girlfriend going out and having sex with men? You wouldn't believe the money these are pulling in. And they were doing this literally. But there's money, actually, but money everything. Well, for me, it's not no. But again, it gets back to that moral thing, doesn't it? Because at the end of the day, this is... I mean, there's a lot of people out there in Ireland, as you know, have, have open relationships. And yeah, but have, you, have you got a girlfriend, Keith? I don't at the moment, no. All right, okay. Uh, okay. But I have been in long-term relationships. Right, okay, yeah, okay. And so, and how would you... Way. Yeah, how would you have felt if your girlfriend in a long-term relationship was going out on a, for a night's work, coming home after having, you know, six or seven clients... No, I'd hit, I'd hit the roof. But this is, but this is the whole, this is the whole point. Is that when I spend time over in the UK, open my mind to, 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 there's, there's a bigger world out there. There's a broader world out there, and people are doing things on their own terms and on their own conditions, and that's fine if that suits them. It wouldn't be me personally. I don't know how to get into that. I couldn't do it. It doesn't even fathom in my head. But I looked at the two of them and said, well, you know something more power to you because if this is what you're going to do for a year and this gets you to where you want to get and buy your house and start a family. Tickety boo, more power to you. I couldn't wrap my head around it, but I didn't dismiss them as friends because they were doing it either. Do you know? That's their own business. And as I said, on the whole, it's a lucrative business. It brings in a lot of money. Okay, well, well hang on for a second. Let me go to John as well. John, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Evening, how are you? Uh, how you doing, John? Uh, okay, so the, the Sex Workers Alliance are now calling for the old, the legis- when I say old legislation, it's only three years old, to be reversed and overturned and um, sex or sex work to be decriminalised. Well, I'm, sa- I'm asking the question, should it be just legalised? Well, well, you see, look, in an ideal world, I mean, nobody's mother, sister or daughter would end up in the sex industry, right? But we're not living in an ideal world. It goes on in the Philippines, it goes on in Taiwan, it goes on in Thailand. And the reason there, if you watch any of these documentaries I've studied on over the years, it's all about poverty. Sometimes if the girl doesn't get money for a night... She possibly won't eat for the next day of her family. Yeah, but that's not the but, reason why we should be doing things like that, is it? No, and I'm saying that, but like, what, I don't think what annoys me, but what has happened here is that the clients are victimised now, brought to court, and you remember years ago there you discussed the case down in Limerick. Where the guard of Sheikhan dressed yeah, up as prostitutes, down, yeah. That was pure entrapment, and yeah. there was a guy committed suicide Absolutely over that. Yeah. Right? That, was a, that, was a, that was a school principal uh, took his own life, wasn't it? That's right. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was a shocking story. Gar- I hope the guards was, are ashamed themselves after what they did that night. That Go was on. despicable what happened there. Yeah. 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 No, the thing is, if you're going to uh, find the, the, the guys, right, you must also find the girls, because to me, you can't be penalising one and letting the other off. Well, the law of currently at the moment doesn't prohibit the sale of sex, but it pre- yeah. prohibits the purchase, which well, kind of, it, it, by proxy, does prohibit the sale. Well, that, 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 that's stigmatising one person. That's penalising one over the other then. To me, there should be nobody. Look, if you're going to allow it, you have to allow it for both sides and have a free hand. Remember the mantra, my body, my choice. Like, mm. I mean, the likes of the rule coppers, you Reed Smith and Robinson about this kind of stuff. Like, but Reed Smith and... Uh, 
a carpenter should be up a ladder screwing the red light into the door if, if two girls want to start up a sex, a sex industry in some house because of the simple reason. Well, it's, well it's, I would imagine it should be all about women's rights. Um, well, yeah. this is it, but this because, is it. you know, if women choose to do this and that's what they want to do, and again, I, I say if they're not being forced or coerced or trafficked. Yeah, well, trafficking to me, like, is the pitch. Anyone oh, yeah, well, trafficking yeah. should be put up against the wall and put a bullet in their head. I agree like with that. you. Yeah. But if a girl, for a woman, for whatever reason she wants, to do this without being coerced, without being intimidated, bullied. Consensually, yes, consensually. Yeah, yeah. I think that these people that are on against that, the people I've just named, whatever, they should be supporting, because it was all about choice the last time, so here's the choice. If a woman <laughs> wants to have a choice, or the two women, surely they should be allowed. Yeah, my body, my choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 What happened there? <laughs> okay, well, so stay there a second, let me go to Neve as well. Neve. Hi, no, how are you? My body, my choice. Yeah, you have a point. Would you would, would you agree with it? But then, what what do you say to these women's organisations who were the ones who forced the government more or less to you know ban the purchase of sex? A lot of women um, are doing it because they want no because it's good money, not necessarily because they want to. I don't think maybe they do want to. I don't know. I it's not something I could get my head around. I'm like the the first caller. Sorry, I didn't catch his name. Keith. Keith, yeah, I I couldn't put myself there because it wouldn't be something I'd be into doing. Um, but if it protects people, you know, men and women, because as you said, there's... there's there's. Do you have to be desperate, lad- would you imagine, Neve, to do that? I don't think so. No, no. I saw mm-hmm. a girl on, on Tommy Tiernan a good while ago and she was very vocal about it. And uh, that was Kate, that was Kate McGrew, yes, yeah. Yeah, and she's very vocal about it and she's very proud of what she does. Well, yeah, she's a sex worker, and she believes obviously that it's a skilled job, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and it's a and it's a career. That's her career. She's a sex worker. That's mm-hmm. what she's chosen to do, you know. And you know what? I can't fault her. It's not my choice, but it's hers. Mm-hmm. Um, I there's think no, there's what there's we do is between the sugar baby whole thing there. I mean, where you've got an older guy. Well, there's no it's difference together. really. No, it's the same thing. There's no. I mean, that that's a form of prostitution. Well, it is. It is kind of. I mean, we argued at the time. You know, a one night stand in the city centre after you bought somebody a few drinks, who you're yeah. never going to see again, is probably a form of prostitution in some morals. In some moral just sense, just because yes, it's, it's like the term like sugar baby kind of puts a quarter yeah. on it. You know, and th- there's there's a there's almost an acceptable side to it now with this, you know, OnlyFans and things like that. I mean, that is still asking people to pay to look at you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're asking people to pay for anything sexual, well then, it's a, it's a business transaction. It's not a romantic thing. No. It's a business transaction. So, you know, we can't sugarcoat it and say one thing is okay and, oh, you know, more power to her. She's, you know, she's She's got the body, she can do what she likes with see, it, and fair play to her. See, and normally, then, normally, then, normally, sorry for interrupting, but normally with the three of, of you, you know, Keith, John, and Eve, I would throw the alternate argument to you, but I'm, I'm struggling to think of the alternate argument because the only alternate argument in my head is the one that was thrown in at the time of the legislation, which was the protection of women who are being trafficked, who are being coerced or forced into prostitution. And that, to me, is already illegal under the Criminal Justice Act or the Sexual Offence Act of 2017. Yeah. Anyway, it's a criminal offence. And by the way, it was a criminal offence before that. So because I, I, it's, not just, it's not just sex work that's criminal in that situation. It can also be kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because exactly. half these yeah. women have got their passports in somebody else's drawer and they can't leave the country until they pay back the 5,000 euro mm-hmm. that they were tricked <coughs> into paying to come here. To, da- now, to dance in a club or something like that was probably what they're being told. Or, yeah, to be models. To be a hostess. 
Yeah. Is, is, is usually what they were told they could be. And the thing about it is, if you have it legalized, it means that the women and the men can go to a place that probably looks quite okay. You know, it's not going to be a seedy little place, a back room in a down a dark alley somewhere because it's legal now. They don't have to hide. Mm-hmm. So it'll be very easy for the men and the women who pay for sex to tell the difference between a trafficked person and somebody that actually wants to be there because it's legal and it's their choice. You're more so like I think it could help. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Keith. Go ahead. Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry for interrupting there. But you, you, you are much more likely to, to slow down uh, all that criminalization of it or trafficking. You know, and, and that kind of stuff. And that's that. The single most important thing here in all of this is that no matter how much we talk about it, women are going to go out and do it anyway. And it's their business as far as I'm concerned. And I think literally our government have to step in and protect these women, regardless. I mean, the, okay, the, the argument they're making is that, it, you know, it pushes it underground. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't believe that's actually an argument because no, we could say no. the same thing about drugs. Should Absolutely. we legalize drugs? Because if we don't, it's going to go underground. It's yeah. not. That's that's almost you know like some sort of form of blackmail to the government. Yeah. I don't think that should secrecy. be the reason why we should legalize it's it. Secrecy, it's the secrecy of it. If you if you're a prostitute and uh, a guy comes in and beats the living daylights out of you, you're going to be very slow to go to the police and say, "Well, he was a client." Yeah. If it was yeah. legal, so then true. you can. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what, helps, that's what helps with the trafficking, because they know these women can't leave and walk into a police station and say, well, I was, I was being prostituted, because then suddenly they're also the criminal. That's it in a so nutshell. Well, I, will, I would like to reassure women who may be in that situation that you can actually go to the guards. Uh, and that was part of the problem before 2017. But now, with the current legislation, the sale of sex is not illegal. It's the purchase. It was the other way around. Uh, before that, so we we, we, we switched. No, Basically, what we did was make, we switched the blame. Sense, yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't make any you sense. Can't blame one person. That's like for, you're right. You can't blame one person for two people engaged in an act. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if it's if they're over the age of consent and it's consensual, well, then both parties are. If the person who's taking the money is as culpable, surely, as the person handing it over. But see, it's, w- it's, yeah, it's when we when we use the word consent, the word consent is, I suppose. We're talking about conscious consent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, well, just but say, well, a lot of women do well, give their consent, though. I mean, as a, no, when I say conscious consent, you, like, for example, when a woman is drunk, for example, and has sex, that can, can be considered rape under the legislation, right? Mm-hmm. But, and you mm-hmm. could, are, some people would argue in relation to prostitution that women feel they have to do it, for example, to make money, you know, for necessity. And that shouldn't be a reason to want to do something. Mind you, don't get me wrong. Should we all work out a necessity? Don't well, we? we all do a lot of things because we have oh. to make. But you what know what I mean? Why, why do men pay for sex? Why, why do people feel that they have to pay for sex? Can we throw that question in there as well and see what we come up with? Because women are providing a service. Why do I suppose? Let's just use an example. You know, there, there, there are married men that pay for it. There are guys in relationships that pay for it, and there are. You know, why do people feel the need to pay for it if they're in consenting uh, marriages or relationships? I'm not saying that that's that's who pay, that's who pays for all the time, but that's that's a legitimate question. It can't come back and knock on your door. Okay, do, do me a favor, but well, hang on, stay there, uh, Neve and Keith, if you can. Let me just go to uh, another John. John, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Yeah, how you doing, Al? Uh, John, I mean, the Sex Workers Alliance want to have full decriminalisation. I'm calling it legalisation of sex work. Uh, in other words, prostitution, lap dancing, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Would you think that's a good idea? No, I mean, to legalise sex now, I mean... Well, legalise the sale of sex. Or yeah. the sale of sex. I mean, we're legalising too much, too many wrong things in our society today. 
No, I think uh, any woman that has to, uh, you know, rely on sex as a, as a way to earn a crust, no, that's not a way to go forward. Well, it's not, well, it might not be for you. Yeah, but, but hang on with the respect, John. It might not be something that you would like your daughter, your wife, or your, you know, the female relations to do. But every woman should have a choice in what she wants to do, shouldn't she? And they don't have to do it either. You yeah, sorry, John. Yeah, go ahead. We'll let John respond to that. I mean, yeah. should they not have a choice in what? I mean, John, if you want to go out and be a bricklayer tomorrow, I'm not going to stop you. You know, you have a choice what you want to do. That could damage your back, by the way, but I'm not going to stop you doing it. That's your choice. No, I mean, at the end of the day, no, I would not agree with uh, legal Why? Because morally you don't like it, is it? No, I, I mean, at the end of the day, look, if a woman goes out and she wants to, uh, you know, she wants to start a career of, uh, have a career of sex, uh, being a sex worker, Okay, you can't stop her. That's her decision to do. But to legalise it, for this state now to legalise sex and say, yeah, it's fine, there's no issue around it, no, I think that would be totally wrong and the wrong way to go forward. And there's no way I think anybody, yeah, as you rightly said there, that anybody had a daughter or, you know, or had Mm. anybody there would go, yeah, that's great, love. Yeah, you just go out there and lie on your back there and do what you want. Yeah, nobody's going to go with that. I know it's the oldest profession in the world, but at the end of the day, to legalise it, uh, we have abortion, we have gay marriage, not, and now we're into doing this, I don't think so. No, it's right, so you, you believe it's all part of the moral destruction and the moral fabric of society? I think it's liberal agenda again, pushing okay, okay. its way upon society. Well, yeah. I mean, when, in fairness, John, we did have legalised sale of sex before 2017. Yeah, maybe. And so. by the way, and we had a prostitute on the air at the time talking yeah. to us, and she said that she had a lot of clients who were priests. Barristers, professionals, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? Policemen. Yeah, but at the same time, do you actually think it would be a good a good idea for this society to say, right, it's okay to just leave? It's not my it? bag, but I'm, I'm not going to tell somebody else what they can do with their body or how they can make money out of it, as long as they do it safely. Yeah, and again, there you have the other side of that. Um, again, medically, looking on the medical side, I mean, you can have an awful lot of mm. more STDs going around. And that's the research it. shows that you're wrong, John. The research shows that you're more likely to pick up an STD off a one-night stand in the middle of the city centre at night than you are off a prostitute. Because it's their business, they tend to look after themselves. So then, exactly. so then, so then this city becomes one big brothel then. It's just grand, sex for sale everywhere, this kind of thing. No, I don't think well, it'd look, be my... Look what, well, look what the industry's worth. It's worth big. Billions are, uh, on the whole, it doesn't make it right billions. whether it's four billions or not. It doesn't make it right. But no, I, 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 no, in fairness, Keith, I would agree with John there. It doesn't okay. make it right. The, the, the money shouldn't come into it while it's worth the economy. No. Because if we, we legalise drugs tomorrow, we could make a fortune to the economy. But that doesn't make it right either. Make yeah, it right either. The, the point I'm trying to make there is that it's not, like, because it's worth so much, it's, you're not going to stop it. Come hell or high water, you're not going to no, stop it. No, that's true. So that's the point I'm trying to make there. So... Yeah, but I'm you're not going to stop. I, I, again, I use the analogy yeah, of drugs. You're not going to stop drugs. You're not going to no, stop drugs, but you're not, not going. I'm not going to legalize them either. No, well, I wouldn't, anyway. Yeah, well, if you look at the likes of, you know, as was, uh, anyway, take the drugs thing out of book. The bottom line is ultimately it comes down to it here. It's here in Ireland. It's been here a long time, and we need to protect those who are involved in it. Okay, wait, well, say, say there, Neve. You, you've been listening to what John said there a minute ago that he believes it's all part of the moral degradation of society, yeah, and you know, gay marriage and uh, abortion and all the other referendums we've had recently, which John disagrees with. I'm sure voted no for every one of them, um, and it's all part of this society's morals have gone down the toilet. He's entitled to his opinion. I, mean, I don't agree with that. I think that it was high time that that um, gay men and women have the same rights as mm-hmm. their heterosexual counterparts, and. Um, I am pro-choice, so there's no point in me being a hypocrite and then turning around and saying I don't agree with, with women and men prostituting themselves because that's if 
it's their choice. Mm. I don't agree with the dark side of it. I think that's no. that's disgusting. But I mean, years ago, not too long ago, we we had the same argument over the porn industry. Now, I would pretty much say that's that there's a lot of people out there. Yeah, I'm not going to say the vast majority, but a lot of people look at porn. I would say the vast majority. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. They, yeah, they, they do. And they look at it and then they switch off their phones or their laptops or whatever and they don't give it a second thought. But those people are also working in the sex industry. Mm. Now, for every person that watches porn, they're supporting the sex industry. So, you know, every man that pays for sex is supporting the no, can I just say something? Sex industry. Yeah, John, go ahead. Sorry, Neil, I just want to say this to you. There's a big difference in watching porn and actually going in and engaging in buying sex of um, a prostitute. There's a big difference. What's the difference? That somebody has yeah. to make that porn. Well, the difference there is, Neve just said, you can switch off your phone or switch off your computer. Yeah, but somebody still has to make the porn. There's still a human being making the porn. Yeah, that may be And so. the vast majority of it doesn't porn make people right. pay that's for. Doesn't make people right. pay for porn, so that's paying for sex. You yeah. may not be physically engaging in it, but you are paying for the sex industry. Who it's pays for who pays for porn with the greatest respect, who pays for porn? You don't. I mean well, it's on your internet. You can actually porn. you can actually pay to subscribe. some some of the some of the, the videos you might get five or six minutes of the video just kind of I suppose a quick thumbnail if you will. And then you can actually subscribe yeah. to their private channels and outside Pornhub and that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> so it's actually there. <laughs> I'm not speaking about too much experience the, but I'm just saying more, it is the, there like the, the more sort of you know hardcore the porn, the more you're gonna pay for it because that stuff isn't just available. John, you know, okay, John, have you ever, John, have you ever watched porn? Not really, Niall. Okay. And I, and I, and I look, everybody... Because the same people that were calling for this legislation back in 2017 were also call, calling for a ban on pornography too, by the way. Yeah. They didn't no, get that. I have to say, Niall, I've never really felt a need to... Every, look, you've had them on the channel, you might flick on and go, Jesus, right, that's a, that's a bit of a heavy scene there, and you might just... Yeah, was that the, point, no, the point I'm trying to make is you're not a prude, are you? No, I know, really, no. But at the end of not the day, really. at the end of the day, Noel, I don't think any woman. Should, I don't think a, 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 the career choice for a woman is to be a prostitute. I just, I just don't think it's the right thing for any woman uh, to say, okay, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Yes, I'm just going to lie in me back and be a prostitute. I think it's the wrong. But you, you would have argued during the abortion referendum. You would have argued that the choice wasn't about the woman. There was a child involved, or the unborn child, as you would say, and John. The male is, and the uh, male okay, is. okay, and you would say, you know, you have no right to make that choice for that unborn child to live or die. So, and, and I accept that argument, and many people did accept that argument. And we all had a good debate about it, right? But what then gives you the same right to to take away the choice of a woman? There's nobody else involved in this, no third party, just her, to go into an apartment tonight, have sex with somebody, and you know, take a hundred quid for it. The only the only difference between her doing it for free and doing it for money is a hundred quid. So that's the illegal part. In other words, you're you're. I, I'm assuming you, you you believe it shouldn't be illegal for a woman to go out for a drink, meet a guy, go back for a one night stand, and never see him again. That shouldn't be illegal, should it, John? Oh God, no. I okay, well then, what's the difference if he gives her a hundred quid? Well, I mean, are you telling me now, Niall? Or whatever that, it is for prostitutes. Telling me now, Niall, that um, you know <laughs> that women now, and I mean, they, and look, and you know me, I, I give out about women as much as I'll, you know, compliment them. The fact of the matter, you tell me now that women now, the only choice for a woman now to make uh, a crust is to be a prostitute. No, it's not the only you, career. Saying, no, no, you, no, there's plenty of careers for women, I'm sure. Women and say, uh, okay, we're going to interview you and say, which, 
you know, you know, do you want to be, you know, how many women would actually just stand up and say, yes, Well, George Bernard Shaw once said that every woman was a prostitute. It was just a matter of negotiating the price. And I think he meant every person, right? And, you know, we, we actually talked about this in the office the other day. And it's a true statement to some degree. Most people can be bought. Like, you know, if, if somebody said to me, you know, I don't know, would you have sex with, think of the worst looking fella you can think of a girl in the world, right? A Donald Trump, Ashton <laughs> just said in my ear, would you have sex with Donald Trump for 10 million? If nobody ever found out about it one night, absolutely. 10 million? Yeah, of course it would. I'd do it for a million. Yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody will text in and say, I'd do it for 50 quid. But what the point is, it, it, it's just, what we're doing, Johnny, is we're all using our morals here. It's not the actual act, because we can forget about that very quickly if we really want to. It's the actual morals of it. So it's the taking of the money. It's not having the sex. People have sex all the time. So where your issue is, is that somebody's physically handing money for it. Yeah, okay. But at the end of the day, does it make it right? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. If you you look at the amount of people buying it, there'd be nobody selling it. Exactly. It's supply and demand and... You have to see both sides of it. There's, mar- if you're going to go down the moral road, then the men that are paying for it are as immoral as the women that are selling it. But well, well, somebody texted in and said, um, that, "Yeah, yeah any somebody's man who, okay. yeah, Any man who is married or any man out there who's going to pay for sex or whatever the case may be, and he's not in a relationship with this woman, or it's you know he's just going out there to uh, to a lap dance club or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's as bad as what he's as bad as the woman there showing off a bit on on stage or whatever the case may okay, be. Okay, well let me just read out some of the text, but moral behave yourself, for God's sake. So this is uh, we're not we're not in the Victorian age. Women don't need to prostitute themselves nowadays. Uh another person said if it was legalized it could free up the sheep. <laughs> from years of abuse yeah no, the old farmer's my fancy shagging a woman in a woolly jumper oh. instead and that comes in from Kev okay Kev I'm glad you're li- I'm glad you're lightening the mood of the topic uh, let me just go but stay there lads let me go to our, and ladies let me go to Michael Michael you're on Classic Kids how you doing Michael good evening good Michael legalising prostitute or legalising prostitution is it a good idea I would have a few years ago we would have been um I would have been, yeah, all for it. And I kind of am in some respects, but I read a book about a girl who was trafficked into Ireland a couple of years ago, and she went through an awful time, and, mm-hmm. and the, book cha- the book changed my mind. But tra- trafficking subject. is illegal, and always should be. I know, but the book doesn't just talk about trafficking, it talks about the whole pro- um, oh, prostitution it. industry in this country, and it blow your mind what you and, don't and know. Well, give me an example of what you're talking about, in what respect? Uh, the guards, the politicians are completely inept. Um, they've allowed abuse. Some of the, the stuff you're reading about how the guards carried on and the, the courts carried on was just, it was like uh, uh, the three stooges, it really was. Um, there was more organisation in Northern Ireland because she was brought over the border and they had their, their act together up the north. The actual loyalists and Protestants have more of, more of a heart and they have more... Um, they're more organised up there about the whole situation. They're more aware about it as well. Mm-hmm. And I learned about that. But, um, I mean, telling a woman what to do with her body and all that, you don't have a right to do that. But at the same time, like, you have to take in all the complexities of the situation. There's a lot of abuse in that world, and you have to acknowledge that. And, I mean, I mean, I mean, ultimately, if you could create a situation where women can just do as they please in that, in that sense, 
and it's safe, um, then yeah. Well, now, the only way to do well, the only way to do that would be in regulated brothels or something like that, similar to they have in Texas, for example. Yeah, where you would have a regulated brothel, and only those you know that would people would have to be interviewed for the job, so to speak, to make sure that they're not being trafficked. And I'm sure there are people out there would have a good eye on people, and they'd know or understand that. So that's yeah. so. In other words, you're not saying it should be a free for all, but some sort of regulated industry. You, yeah, you'd have, we'd have to learn more about the regulation and see how it's done. Like, well, Keith, would you would you go along with that? A regulated industry, so so you would have, say, you know, designated brothels in in you know Dublin, Cork, Limerick, Galway, whatever it is, and you can't have them everywhere, I suppose. But you'd have regulated brothels that you know to make sure that the women in the industry were the, as they call them, inverted commas, the happy hooker. Yeah, and and that's 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 important to have that. I'm all for that. You know, again, once these women are protected, you know, and again, you know, I think all too often it's just it's taken out of context. You know, even just using that word pornography or prostitution, it just it doesn't sit well on somebody's tongue. Like, you know, if you look at you look at it in America, Noel. Like, I mean, women over. But there, depending on what state you're in, in, yeah, some states it's different. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they have they have AVN awards and that kind of stuff for for actresses that's in pornography in America. Like, you know, mm. so it's seen as a profession. And again, I just think, and I'm going to be perfectly blunt when I say this, I just think this country's full of prudish. It really and truly is. We're so far behind the times. We really and truly are, and we need to get with the program. Yeah, but sometimes you know traditions and you know the way we live, maybe in a conservative way sometimes, and we have values. It's not always a bad thing. We don't have to change everything. The people people feel this need, constant need for progression all the time. You know, some of the old ways, there's, there's nothing wrong with them. They're perfectly fine. Like they often say about things, if there's nothing wrong with it, why do you want to fix it? Sorry, yeah. Neve, go ahead. Sorry. If you take another, just something that occurred to me, another completely outside way of looking at it, if they legalised us, that would mean then that this would be a taxable, taxable income, which would mean then that they had the same rights and supports to uh, healthcare, to getting stamps, to, you know, because if, if, if say a woman is, now I don't know how long women tend to be in this job for, but let's say there was a woman in the job, she started at 20, she did it for 20 years, then she finishes that, and she, it's as if she's a ghost. She's just arrived. No pension, no nothing, yeah. No pension, no nothing. Now, it's also a way of keeping track of people, be, how many people are doing it, because we know how many people are paying tax, where are they doing it, we know where they're paying tax. It's, I, I hate giving revenue to the government, but at the end of the day, it also protects the women and the men, because when they come out of prostitution, as most do, um, because they just simply get too old or they don't feel like doing it anymore, they then have, they can fall back and say, well, I need to go on job seekers for a little while while I look for something else. But look, I've paid my stamps. I'm entitled. I wonder if they had a PUP payment at the moment because I'm assuming that it's an industry at the moment which was greatly damaged by COVID-19 because I can't imagine the clients wearing masks, you know, and being two metres away. So that well, not work. those sorts of masks. They no, work they're they're <laughs> I, I believe there is rules. I, I know some... Ashley was telling me today on some of those sites they have rules now for the, the Johns, as they call them, or the clients that they have to wear dental dams and stuff like that, and there's no kissing. Social distancing would really cause an issue. <laughs> Unless you had a very large penis. Uh, my husband... Okay, someone text me in. My husband had numerous affairs, and as far as I'm concerned, he's nothing more or nothing less than a male prostitute, although I feel at times that I would rape prostitutes and sex workers in a scale far higher than him and his antics. So tonight, <laughs> they want to ask, do you consider your cheating spouse partner to be a prostitute? Well... Well, I, I could. Jesus. Yeah. No, can I mention another? Well, I mean, I, I would, they wouldn't be far away from it now, to be honest. It depends. Well, I suppose they are doing it for something, aren't they? Maybe not be money. Yeah, yeah but so go ahead. 
John? Yeah, sorry, um, I just want to, I'm not cutting across anybody, but I was just listening to the comments you were making there. If you legalise uh, prostitution and brothels in this country, yeah, you can regulate some of them. What happens to the ones that just spring up and are unregulated? What do you do? They're already happening. That's already happening. Yeah, I know. So that's the problem. So how do we how do we actually regulate it? Well, we regulate pubs, we regulate restaurants, we regulate yeah. everything. So I mean, you I have to have a license to operate a pub. Would, the industry regulate, would regulate itself because you'd have the men and women pissed off because why should I pay tax and your one down the road is doing it for free? Exactly. I'd say you'd find that they'd start telling on each other. Yeah, but my you know, point and is, the police would find out very quickly where the legal place. What you where? do with them? What you say to them again, John? Sorry, uh, what about the ones you can't regulate? The ones that are underground or they're just sprung up and what you do, how do you regulate them? How do you shut them down? Because if this is all legal and above board... Okay, well, well let's ask Michael that. Okay, that was Michael's plan. I mean, Michael, the majority of prostitution in Ireland comes from abroad. They're foreign girls that come into Ireland from whatever countries, Spain and Italy and everywhere else. And, you know, they go on tour as such across Ireland and England for a month or two and then go back to other countries... That's the majority of prostitution in Ireland. So how do you regulate that? Well, you get a travelling visa. I don't know. I mean... That's the problem. But why is that a problem? I mean, my issue will be the safety of the women. That's my issue. Mm-hmm. So you seem to be caught up on the, who's paying the taxes and all. Why, why would you be cared about that? Let the, let the, uh, the accountants work no, that I, one No, I would be caught up. There's two things I'd be caught up on. One is that you would have uh, more infectious diseases coming out of it. Because again... As far as, I, as, far as I know, it's... Yeah, on a medical note. No, I think we've established that, John. I, I, I think the research clearly states Very in prostitution nice would they would have less STDs then, yeah, you know, the girl, yeah, a girl you might eat in a one-night stand. I'm the, no, I'm talking no. about your unregulated areas. Not well, I mean, yeah, areas. but if you, if you look at other countries in the world where prostitution is legal, the girls operate legally and they're regulated and they have to produce a certificate once every so often to be checked for HIV and all these infections. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. And all that. yeah. Well, what about yeah. the ones who don't? Well, Wait, well, you, but if you, know, if you the know there's a regulated place, right, if you know that, say, the place in Black Rock is, re- is, is regulated, but the place in Fox Rock isn't regulated, you're going to go to the place that is regulated because you know those exactly, girls yeah, yeah. are clean, they're safe, they're, you yeah, know... Well, who should stand down and regulate the uh, brothels? Who should start down? Well, the police, the police should shut them down. Shut down. Because it's illegal. Yeah. If you, you legalise one thing, then the thing that's opposite that becomes illegal. So That's, up, that, that's up to the police to do the job. But stay there, all of you. Let me just go to Melanie as well. Melanie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Melanie? I'm, I'm fine, thank you very much. Okay, Melanie, you believe absolutely not. You wouldn't legalise it at all? No, under no circumstances. Um, why not? Why? Because, like, I've had first hand... Um, I've seen friends that have went down this road of prostitution when I lived in Edinburgh. Uh, they'd done it because they were single parents, they had kids. They, 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 needed, the money. they needed the money, yeah. They needed the money. And that's fine, they made a lot of money, but they lost their souls. They lost they their were, soul? They lost their souls. These these women were gone. They, they they lost their whole... their whole being, do you know? They turned into a different people. Mm-hmm. They weren't in their happy, jolly selves anymore. They were just gone by doing this kind of work. They They lost their whole... How many friends? How many friends of yours did this? 
Well, I, I knew three girls in, in the community and I brought, I, they I all lost brought up They all lost their souls. Basically, they, just, they, were, they weren't the same people anymore. Were they on drugs? But my, no, but Michael, I could see why people would change. You know oh, what I mean? I, I, I mean, yeah, for example, I mean, for example, yeah. if you're a prostitute, most likely you're not going to be able to hold down a relationship. They could not hold down relationships at yeah. all whatsoever. Of course, but their children right? were farmed out to yeah, anybody that would look after them because they needed to go out because they had a job. Yeah, so but the kids regular, were just farmed out to anyone. Is this in Scotland? Hang on, is this in Scotland? Yes, in this Edinburgh. Is in Scotland, it, yes. This and is, in is prostitution is prostitution regulated over there? Of course, it isn't. No, well, that's what Jesus, we're talking no. about. You're not listening. No, see, no, you're going off on a different tangent, love. We're talking about regulating it. We're not talking. We know it exists. It exists everywhere. You regulate sure. it. You're just making the problem for 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 these people's mental health even worse. Hell, explain. Explain. Well, I think the point he's making, Melanie, is if it's happening, even though it's illegal. For example, in Ireland, it's illegal to purchase sex, uh, and even though it's illegal, it's happening anyway. So what Neve and Michael are basically saying is, why not you know legalize it but regulate because it to make it safe? Because encourage more women that are desperate to do it. That's why. Right. Well, okay. Well, one 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 at a time. Sorry, one at a time. Uh, you sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Neve. I think if you're you know no no offense to Melanie, but I think Melanie, if you're desperate to do it and you desperately need the money because you're a lone parent or whatever your circumstances, you're going to do it legal or not. And I totally agree with you. I think it could be for some women soul-destroying. I completely agree with you. And I can imagine that after you've been having sex five or six times a day with a stranger, it must be hard to do it recreationally for fun. I get that. But I think the argument that, you know, it's going to bring more women into it, if women need are that desperate for money and this is the only way they can see themselves through their circumstance, they're going to do it legal or not. So I just think make it safer for them if they must do it. Maybe legalising it could eliminate pimps. The men that go in and beat the living shit out of them and take the vast majority of the money, maybe with legalisation, those men and women will be gone. I mean, I'll, but what about this text here, Neve and Michael, as well? And sorry, stay with me, Melanie. Uh, they're trying to normalise prostitution. I think they're talking about you and Michael, uh, uh, Neve. Trying to normalise prostitution. <laughs> it's not normal. It's sleazy and it's dangerous. Of course it is. We know that. But here, of course look, it I, is. There's black and white. Hang on. There's black and white pictures of prostitutes before it was televisions. Like you know what I mean? It's something that's always been around. And I've Bible. actually read. I've read a lot into this. I've read books. Or that book I read about the Romanian girls called Slave. And anyone who wants to know what's going on in the prostitution industry should read that book. And you, you'll be less judgmental. And you'll get off your high horse. And you'll actually see how dangerous it is. And, and you'll want to figure out ways how to protect these, these women, okay? Mm. And the fact of the matter is, this has existed in every country, in, in the jungles of the world, everywhere. It happens everywhere. And people going, oh, that's sleazy, and you're bringing the world down. No, it's been around before any of us were born, so we're not bringing the world down. It happens. Okay. It's always going to happen. It's always going to happen, okay? And the fact of the matter is, how can we protect? Because you're not going to stop it, okay? Get out your so ego. You're going your on egos. about protecting the women. 90% yeah. of these women are single parents with children. How do you protect the children? How do you think these children grow up knowing their mothers were prostitutes? How do you think that's well, affecting that generation? Hang on, hang on. See, you know, you're, you're, 
what you're doing now is you're you're projecting your view of it of the couple of people. No, I'm no, 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 deal, no, deal with the question, Michael. She's asked. Okay, it's all well and good talking about it, and she's right. A lot of these women would be single women, um, and many of them would have children. You know, and those children need protecting as well because. They're growing up knowing their mother is a prostitute. Now, I, you know, I don't get me wrong. I don't know how damaging. I'm, I'm not a psychologist, and I don't know how I've damaging seen, that is I, to a child. I've seen it firsthand how yeah. damaging it is. So you'll be, you're saying that all women are, all prostitutes are. Have I kids. never seen. No, all she's not saying that. She's not saying that. What are you saying? She's, she's saying that a lot of. She said, Michael, just deal with what she's asked you. She said a lot of these women, and very many of them, would be single women and who may have children. Oh, a lot. Yeah, a lot of them. Of these women are single parents. And in my experience, the effects that it's had on the children are horrendous. From children so, being taken so what, from what their you, parents. Yeah, what's your point, though? Because you're not, you're, even with what you've said, it's still my point is, you're not you want to it. protect prostitutes. What about but, the protection for their children? Who's protecting the children? I think that's ridiculous. You think it's ridiculous? So you think no, we I should legalise prostitution? I think you're being ridiculous. Please. I think no, you're trying I, to win I, an I, argument with something stupid. I'm My, well, okay, I mean, Michael, I'm assuming your, your logic behind this is, you're, what you're saying to Melanie is, sure, it makes no difference in relation to the children because it's, it's happening anyway, whether it's legal or illegal. She, I, I'm, not, I'm going to be desperate. She sounds like she's talking about junkies. Junkies? These women oh. you know are junkies. Did, did, can, can I ask? Can I ask you, Melody, the women that you that you were familiar with, or the three women that you you spoke about in Scotland? Yeah. Were, I mean, did they have a drug problem? Not to my knowledge. Mm. Yeah, right. Well, Michael, I think Michael, I think you're making huge assumptions that every prostitute or sex worker is on drugs. They're certainly not. Husband. I think. No, I think oh, in all cases, some are. It is, yeah. But now you said yourself, these girls, in Ireland, in the Irish situation, you, as you said, Noel, they're coming from other countries. Yes, a lot of them are, not all of them. All that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, that's because Ireland in particular, I suppose, the kind of Catholic Ireland, we didn't have that many prostitutes in this country, so it was, it was quite a lucrative market for foreign girls to come over. But now I suppose that's changing somewhat. But to suggest that, you know, they're all doing it for drugs or they're all on drugs is a bit ridiculous, Michael. The majority of prostitutes are not taking drugs. A massive prostitution I situation. Think, Michael, if you want a prostitute, Europe. go to the countries that it's legal, like Amsterdam. If you want a prostitute, go I to Amsterdam. I don't want a prostitute. I wouldn't sleep. Well, it sounds like you do. No, it, no, it doesn't actually. You're just saying that because a lot of the argument in Moya is. Okay, well, sorry, Neve. Neve, I mean, mm. what about Melanie's argument that you know there's more to just protecting the prostitute is protecting her family and those children of course that grow up in that environment where mama's going out to work every night to have sex with seven men you know there's more to it yeah and, and the mental abuse that's but given I do that agree woman. with Michael I mean I agree with Michael that um, legal or not the children are going to be left alone mm-hmm. I mean if you the, the argument is that for some women not all for some women it is for drugs for other women it's for money for other women they just love sex and they get paid for it. Why not? But at the end of the day, yeah. at the end of the day, the women who are doing it now will continue to do it if it's legal. The only difference will be they'll be better looked after. They'll be paying tax. They'll get their stamps. They can maybe get a pension when they're when they're older and no longer able to sell sex. And at the end of the day, if it got rid of those god awful pimps and it made it easier 
to find the girls that are trafficked. Yeah. Okay. Her. Okay. Well, sorry, John. You want to say something? Yeah. There. Sorry, I want to call him in there because uh, that that lady there, that Scottish lady, has said it correctly. Melanie. Like, yeah. Melanie. Yeah. Um, she has said it correctly, uh, and the fact is that if women, uh, if if uh, prostitution is legal, I mean, the fact is that woman has, has said it correctly. Women's self-esteem will just go into the boots. And, and the yeah, but that's the, yeah, but that's their choice. A lot of people do jobs, for example, yeah, I mean, and their it, self-esteem and their mental health is in their boots, as you yeah, say. Yeah, but this is, this is nothing to do with Catholic Ireland or anything like this. This is to do with the fact that if you have a family and you say, what does, yeah, what does mommy work at? Oh, she's a prostitute. Vroom, there you go. Your mother's reputation. Well, it's not that I, I, well, I don't, I, you know, I think, I think with the greatest respect, mother she would probably, be looked on kind she's not going to be telling her kids way. about it when she's that, when they're that young anyway. Uh, I no, doubt it very much. show and tell her careers, Dave. Yeah, I mean, it's not something you say I in the class. I think that yeah. lady's correct in, in exactly what she said. God. It's not good for the woman to be known, oh, here's the local, you know what. Uh, and she look after your needs. Are you being very judgmental, job, John, the, the local you know what? Isn't that society that's judging that woman? If that's her career and that's what she does and she sells yeah, sex, we're a, the ones yeah, who are judging her morally and standing up on some support. Nile, you know. that's the label that goes with prostitution. Yeah, but you're, but, but, yeah, but you're sitting up with your ivory tower there looking down on someone who has to sell sex. No, I just think she's right because a woman's self-esteem would just go into her boots. You'd just go, yeah, what the hell, I'm just going to be a sex uh, worker for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm just going to make me self available for a hundred. Well, I, d- I don't think any woman ever, you know, in school at the age of fourteen is thinking I'm going to be a sex worker for the rest well, of my life. You know, some of them might think that way. Then I, I think they, I think they usually fall into it by the accident Newport, or necessity. You know, it's a big market there. You know, I can. Uh, this is something I could work at. I mean, it could it could send out the wrong signals. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of prostitutes. You know, I mean, with the greatest respect, Melanie, I understand what you're saying, and I do appreciate what you're saying. But Melanie, there is a lot of prostitutes or escorts, as they're better known nowadays. You know, who are quite happy doing their job, who are making quite a substantial amount of money, and who don't have a mental health problem or don't have an issue with what they're doing, and they support the industry. Niall, at the end of the day, God has taught us, I know you know about God, man, but at the end of the day, we've been taught all our life, sex is supposed to be about love. But yeah, and that's fine, but that's fine if you're religious, yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, no, and that, that's fine. Yeah, but that's fine. But I, but I'm not going to morally judge. Children, if, if what are we telling our children if prostitution is illegal? What are we telling our children that it's no special? That then you save yourself for that special person. And I respect your view, but not everybody you know has I mean? the same view on sex. And I'm not going to judge somebody else who goes out and you know is a bit of a player and has sex every now and again with different women. Yeah. And I'm not going to judge them either. Like, I, I wouldn't no more I than I judge you. No more than I judge you, Melanie. You know, for being Christian and saving yourself for the one I you like love. It better than the other man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all it's not for me. Stuff, it's I all about what, what we're teaching our children as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But there is a double standard now when it comes to sex. When it comes to men and women, it just reminded me there when John talked about the, the village, whatever. You don't have to be a prostitute for that. You can just happen to be a woman who's secure in her sexuality and enjoys sex. And she'll be called the local bike. But the guy that does it, he's the local legend. Unless he's married. And then he's a scumbag. Yeah, that, that may be so, but at the end of the day, that woman, as I said, is correct there. I mean, it, it, people will view your job or whatever you work at, and they will actually grade you on and say, yeah, that's a great thing you're doing, or wow, no, I wouldn't go near that one. So at the end of the day, look, by saying you're a sex worker is not the best reputation to have or the best, 
you know, thing to put on your CV these days or going forward or any day. Mm-hmm. But if it's what they choose to do and it pays the mortgage, I'm sure they don't really care. Oh, come on. There must you be know, other ways you could pay your mortgage than being, you know, being the local... Then there may be, maybe, well, the local what? But there may be, maybe there isn't another way. Sorry, Michael, you want to say something here? You know, okay, yeah, I just want to ask the two of them. I wanna, is it John, is it? Yeah, John, yeah. yeah hey there. John and Melanie, is it, from Scotland? Melanie from Scotland, yeah, but I do live in Ireland. I'm, 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 I'm Irish at heart. So prostitution, prostitution exists. You both accept that, yeah? Well, it yeah. does, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, and you both accept. I know somewhere in your minds you both accept that there's no way you're going to stop it. Yes. Well, John, you're a Christian. You know, if you're a Christian, you believe that Jesus was the very person who said, you know, he who hath not sinned cast the first stone when he was talking about Mary Magdalene, who was a prostitute. Yeah. Okay, so so if you're a Christian, you would believe that, wouldn't you? Again, I don't know why you bring the Bible. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if we're looking at it from a moralistic Christian point of view. Yeah. I mean, this is to do with, you know, this is to do with. No, I'm talking about judging people. So he's okay, well, no, okay, well, let Michael finish the question. Michael, finish the question. Go ahead. trade and stuff like that. So it's nothing to do with the Bible. So leave the Bible out. Okay, all right, okay, go on. Okay, Michael, go on ahead. Ask him the question. All right, well, okay, leave the Bible. From a personal safety point of view, then, John, do you. Are you aware of the danger that those women are in? Yes, of course, and, and everybody else is aware of the same dangers that these women are in. Um, okay, so, okay, yeah. okay, 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 so you're aware of that. So, we've agreed I, that I we can't, hang on, we've agreed we can't stop Prostitution it. Prostitution going on exists. for hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. You're saying these women are in danger, do you know what I mean? They are. They Where, are in danger. Where's the evidence that they're in danger? Is there a news bulletin There's, saying... Hundreds of prostitutes are being murdered. Well, they do get murdered and they, they do. do get abused. Yeah. Like any more than any well, other. I mean, I mean, I mean, with Miss Breck, Melody, when you come on the air first, you were concerned about their well-being. And yeah, you were I am. I, mean, like, I am a hundred percent. But you want to legalize prostitution, and I think it's the. I, I think it's the wrong thing to do. Okay, so okay, well, well, Michael, let Michael finish his question anyway. Where are you going with this, Michael? Okay, Melanie. So you're worried about the kids of these women, yeah? I am, 100%. Okay, so what if, God forbid, these kids are at home and then one evening there's a knock on the door with the police and the police say, listen, mommy's not coming home tonight because X, Y, Z. When we can prevent that. She met a client right, who I was I didn't a... understand that question. The police knocked the door and say, Melanie's not coming home. No, right. ma- mommy is not coming home. They didn't say Melanie. Your mommy's not coming home because of what? Because because she's a prostitute and she's just being killed by a client, or strangled right. by a client, or she's in or raped by a client. Weeks. She's in hospital for six weeks recovering from badness. Like, but it's Melanie, like what, what, if, Melanie, you, if I mean, you know anything about you're prostituting, but like you're not like, really. No, 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 no. You just want to if win arguments know, or something. If you, you don't know want anything to find about the prostitution here. game, like yeah, but what, okay, but yeah, Melanie, he's he's got a point. It's all well and good disagreeing with it, but you're not giving us any solutions here because whether you and Michael agree or disagree with it, it still happens. So, you know, give me give me a good, you know, an argument as to how we can protect people without legalising it. How to protect? How can we can protect those women who are going to go into it anyway without actually legalising it? How can you do that? Mm. 
Well, have a think about it for a second. Let me just go to Farron as well. I am going to think about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Well, let, that's let, a very important question. Okay, well, let me just go to Farron as well. Uh, Farron, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Farron? Hey, Niall, how are you? I'm good, Farron. I mean, the, the, the idea that we should legalise, well, we've only actually criminalised it two, three years ago, but we want to legalise it again. Should we legalise prostitution? Is it only that long since it's been criminalised? Yeah, 2017, we banned this, the, the purchase of sex in this country. The sale of sex and purchase of sex was always legal. Um, but mind you, you couldn't solicit. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know a lot of people are quite surprised by that, actually. You could have, if you wanted to have sex indoors with somebody, you know, and charge them for it up to 2017, there was no, there was no law against that. Oh, the irony. Yeah, but now there is a law. Well, there's no law against having some sex with somebody as long as they don't hand you money at the end of the, you know, the encounter. Hmm. <laughs> Look, I have to say, I, I agree with Michael's point on that. Like he was saying there earlier that look this we all know what's happening we all know it can't be stopped it's been happening for generations anyway there's always going to be fellas looking for it and in some yeah, cases that doesn't I, make it right it doesn't make it right hell no, it no. Doesn't make it mean, right. it doesn't whether it's make around it right. or it's not around it doesn't make it right for a woman but, there to go and prostitute herself let uh, it be look, for money or for anything else it's just not right okay well let, let her finish I, yeah, if you want to get into the what's right there, there now look I, I agree that it's completely not right However, that look, goes women, to Michael as well there. Look, at the end of the day, however, it's been going on regardless. Women are treated for that. Look at all these influencers on the internet now. And would you judge a woman who's a prostitute, Fern? Well, I, I don't know what, what her story is, to be honest. Well, if your daughter came to you and said, Ma'am, I'm thinking of being a prostitute. Well, well, I have two daughters myself, and I would bloody well make sure that they don't, because I know the risk involved with it. Is it the risk, not, or is it morally you think it's just not a nice career? Both. Both. I mean, at the end of the day, but look at the end of the amount of these things is happening, anyways. And as for it's just not right. There are a lot of things that's going on legally and illegally in this country and around the world that's just not right. Mm. And we're talking about. We won't get into certain other matters that we know has been all over the papers, the mother and baby homes, and other things going on right now. Mm-hmm. Again, that's nothing got to do with conversation. Why just keep going back to the religious aspect of this? It's got nothing to do with. It. Just stick to the topic. Because it's the irony of it. What's the irony of it? I mean, come on now. Look, you're saying that how it's so immoral, it's so immoral, but ah, look, we'll leave these babies die now and we won't say anything well, because the church I'd put it involved. this way, I'd put it this way, if I had a daughter, if I had a family in the morning and I had a daughter and she said, Dad, I'm going to be, my, my career choice is going to be a prostitute, I'd say, that's great, love, but you're not coming back here again. There's no way I would, I would support that, that choice career in life. She could be what she wants to be, but not under your roof. Not under your roof. Or not even near me. I wouldn't have anything to do with that. I just think it's so. You, you, so are you telling me, John, that if you had a daughter and she said to your dad, I'm going into the sex industry, my friend is doing it, making a fair few quid, I'm going I into would it. Disown you, would, her, yeah. you would disown her? I would. I Me- would. Melanie, would you disown if you had a daughter? Well, I, do it, yeah. I actually have two daughters. Okay. And uh, I'd kill them stone dead. You'd kill them stone dead? Because it's... Obviously it's, not. It's, not it's, that's it's, metaphorically speaking. They were born with the brains that God gave them. So They're you, clever, clever children. Yeah, you say, are you saying prostitutes are not clever people? Well, I would say, like... Some very intelligent women are prostitutes. Do you know what I mean? There is prostitution that's high class, and it's, like, ridiculous. You know, you go Ascot, you go to Ascot, and you've got prostitutes there that are making 15 grand for the day. Yeah. That's elite prostitution. That is like a different class. No, that's it's all the same, talking. isn't it? It's all the same. Prostitution, it's not the same. It You're is. Cool. It's exactly You're the same. Just... The only difference is the amount of money that's changing hands. Aye. 
the normal prostitution and maybe getting 50 quid. Normal prostitution. Prostitution is prostitution. Aye, but I'm saying in the average, in, in the fantasy world, you're all making tens of thousands of pounds. But it's in the re- realistic world, because I know it, because I've seen it, they're making 50 quid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you ha- you've, you haven't seen a regulated situation. Sorry? You've seen... You, you have regulated not seen situation. regulated Well, situation. it's regulated. I've been to Amsterdam a few times. What? It's regulated over there. It's controlled over there. And it's well, it's not regulated. It's policed. Is well, the word. Yeah, it's policed. policed or, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's police here too. Yeah. It's police here too, but, but it still um, goes on. Amsterdam has it. They seem to have it in a controlled situation. So if you want a prostitute, why just go to Amsterdam? Why bring why it to Ireland? Why, yeah, very... why do the women in Amsterdam get the right, the privilege to be protected and the women here don't? I don't understand. Like, why, why do you know the women problem? in Amsterdam, it's, it's, the, it's the government that's decided that that was the way they wanted it to be. It's bringing yeah, but in why mayor, do the women mayor, there have? Why do the women there have the right to have security money. and all that, and the women here mm. don't have a right to have security? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just, just to clarify, in relation to Scotland, by the way, Scotland had the same laws that we used to have before 2017. In other words, the, the exchange of sexual services for money is legal, but any other associated activities, such as soliciting or operating a brothel or pimping, are all criminal offences. Um, sorry, Fern. Getting back to there, what you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard what John said. If his daughter came home. And said, Dad, you know, at 19 years of age, you know, I, I, I'm I, going to college, I need fees. Now, I'm glad, I'm sure he'd pay for them for her. Uh, but oh, I, will, I, but I, I, yeah, yeah. I want to go into prostitution. I'm going to, my friend is doing it, making a fortune. I'm going into sex work. He'd disown her. Yeah, absolutely. There well, I, I, I would pers- I, in that situation, I would never consider disowning my children. But what I would consider doing is educating them. Showing them how hard it could be, yeah. taking them to some of the worst areas where they can see what actually happens. And look, at the end of the day, you could say, "Ah, oh, look, it's immoral and whatever." But at the end of the day, look how much um, sexualization of women goes on. Yeah, and by the way, can I just point out? We keep talking about women here tonight. There are men, and, uh, and more so now than ever before. By the way, um, yeah. particularly gay men who are prostituting themselves too, you know, and can be put in very serious situations. Yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, I wanted to establish that because somebody did text in and said, no, it's a very sexist conversation. You keep talking about women all the time. Uh, men, particularly gay men, are in, uh, there are many gay men in prostitution. And don't forget transgenders and aliens as well. And transgenders and everybody in there. Just to be diverse. Yes. Yeah. 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 In case somebody gives out. I think you can do it as well. It's social media. If your 19 or 20-year-old child is going into prostitution, with the world that is now with social media... That's never going to leave them. If they want to get a high-flying job when they're 30 or 28 or 29... But there's more people in the sex industry. I mean, Melanie, with respect. Melanie, with respect, since the internet has obviously exploded and you've got social media and Ashling is always telling me about OnlyFans and other other such apps that you can download where these girls literally kind of strip off and and do things to themselves for a fiver. Yeah, digital prostitution. Yeah, yeah, digital prostitution. prostitution. I mean, the, the, the industry is worth billions. Ashling knows of a girl who's making about 250000 a year and never has to have, never has to have sex. So, never which is fine and fair enough, but that... She's taking her clothes off and blaming herself. All your life. That's never going away. As soon as it's on social media, you're, that's it for, for, for the rest of your life. Mm. But they don't care when, anymore. 
Well, 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 hang on. Let me. I, well, I wanna. I wanna bring Nick. Uh, hang on. Let me just bring Nicola into this as well. Nicola, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Nicola? I'm good, Niall. How are you? Good, Nicola. What would you like to say? Um, I think it's a very um one-sided conversation you're having there. Okay. I don't think there's. I think everyone's sort of talking and saying it as if these girls who are doing it are stupid or are doing it for um. You know, like they don't know what they're getting into. Well, I think most Melanie the was the one who, who suggested that. It, yeah, yeah. Most of the people who are doing, they know exactly what they're doing. They're not. They're not. It's not. We're not talking about child trafficking or anything like that. No, we're talking not. about people who are old consenting. Enough to understand what they're doing. They've consented, and I do think it should be legalized to protect the people who are doing it. Now, personally, I'm not saying I'm going out to do it. I have a daughter. If she wants to go out and do it. Look, I'm not going to be able to stop her once she's an adult, but I'd like to know that there's places and things that she can reach out to. Would you be support. disappointed? If your daughter came to you and said, Mama, I want to be a sex worker, would you be disappointed? Look, I'd be disappointed, but at the end of the day, who am I to say what is and isn't a good job for her? Like, she could turn around and say, but Mom, you were a waitress growing up. Is that not beneath you? Mm. You know, she, you could look at it in so many different ways. I could yeah. turn around and tell you how many children go to the same primary school as my children, and their parents are drug dealers. Their parents are selling weed and selling cocaine. But my kids still play with them in the schoolyard. I don't go around yeah. to their house for selling, play dates or anything. Selling, selling but weed it's is not interactive. Sorry, it's, sorry, it's, Melanie, it's, selling it's, weed is what? It's not interactive. Well, it is interactive. You're you're affecting somebody else's life. Something that's yeah, illegal. It's, it's, it's totally very illegal, illegal. But you've illegal. just, you've just said that selling weed sell and selling illegal. drugs is the same as selling your selling your body. Well, but I mean, I, I suppose, I mean, hang on, Nicholas. Sorry, I, I suppose Melanie. In some sense, we all prostitute ourselves in some way. Now, obviously, it depends on how you morally feel about life and parts of the body. I mean, I'm here each night, each day, uh, you know, between 12 and 2 in the day and uh, three nights a week between 9 and 12 o'clock at night. And I'm prostituting my mind, my thoughts, my feelings, my opinions to entertain you and get paid for it. So I'm essentially prostituting myself. I'm just not prostituting my genitalia. So we all do prostitute ourselves when we go to work. We're essentially used by somebody else to make money, and we we get paid a small portion of that money uh, mm-hmm. because I was, so we're all essentially prostitutes. It's just a, a woman who's a sex worker and a prostitute, as we define prostitute, uses a different part of her body. I know. I I just maybe I'm old fashioned, Niall, but it's like when someone enters my body, it means something. Of course, you know, and I, I, yeah. I think it should to everybody. I, I absolutely agree I with you. I completely agree with that. The person that I, yeah. the person I am with, I was a virgin when I met him, and I was 20 years old, and I have been with him for the last 15 years. I'm 35 now, and I have only slept with one man. So do not make me out to be some sort of freak who's into S&M and all this rubbish <laughs> just because I have a different opinion to you. I don't think anyone mentioned S&M tonight. <laughs> 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 There's not, like, I, I go to Mass every Sunday. I'm quite religious. I've been to Medjugorje plenty of times with my parents. There, it's nothing to do with any of that. My point is, it's happening anyway. And it's something that's going on every day in this world. So why? Would people go and protest to say make drugs legal to protect our drug addicts? But why wouldn't we make this legal to protect these women and men? Yeah. Somebody, by the way, texted in relation to what you said, Nicola, there about people knowing what they're getting into. 
Uh, give her daughter a book called Jack the Ripper. His last victim was an Irish prostitute by the name of Kelly. She thought she knew what she was doing, I bet. Okay, well, that's a fair, it's a fair point because I, I, maybe they don't realise the industry can be dangerous. But I mean, with respect to what I think Michael said earlier on, you don't hear stories every day of prostitutes being killed in Ireland or escorts being no. strangled. Or, no, no, we, don't, we don't really have that kind of a country where we have serial killers every day of the week on the news and stuff. It's, it's, that's not really what happens thankfully, over here. I'm, I'm sure it happens in parts of the world. Oh, but it does, I don't yeah. We, have, we don't have... I, you did see it a couple of years ago, the Sutton murders and all that over in England and everything, and they were apparently all sex workers. But, look, thankfully we don't hear a lot, an awful lot of that here. But you do see a lot of girls where they've been beaten up and they've been robbed and... Like I, and isn't this the point? And sorry, I was say I meant to say this to Fern. Fern, isn't this the point as well, Fern? That mm-hmm. these girls, I mean, that are beaten up or whatever, it is, they've nowhere to go a lot of the time because they feel if they no. go to the police, they're going to get into trouble. If I can, if I can put a point into that as well. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, with this kind of thing, I've I've heard, read of a lot of stories. Now I know this is in a different continent, so I know it's different from here. But in a lot of places, for example, in Africa, where rape is rife, they uh, one man invented. A protection unit for a woman, which is basically like an internal condom, but with spikes. So if she got raped, oh my god! The only way he he can get it off is to go to the doctor, and then he knows, you know, they know that he's he's a rapist. Someone. Yeah, yeah. But then they call that barbaric, right? So look at the end of the day. If it's I think it's a, terrible that a woman would have to go to that much trouble. By the way, to to, to avoid being raped. That's just it. That's just around just as much as sexual violence. It's vile. I've never heard. Rape. I've never heard of that before. That's vile. Yeah, I, I know. I've heard, I've heard of that as well, Niall, actually, yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, so let me just go to Eamon as well. Eamon, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Eamon? Eamon, are you there? Hmm. He seems to have disappeared. Is he gone? Has he vanished? <laughs> Eamon, anyway, Eamon said he had, uh, he, he was going to say he has two daughters and he's saying don't legalise it because obviously he wouldn't want his daughters to be in that industry. Uh, the last virtues of a dying society are tolerance and apathy, says Dara. Another person says, uh, just stop the foreign sex workers coming into the country. Shut down direct provision. Well, I don't think the majority of sex workers are coming out no. of direct provision, so I don't think that's the case. Well, Niall, can I just ask you, what do you think if everybody, when we were coming up to the referendum on abortion and the referendum on divorce and the, the voting on gay marriage, everyone was worried that, oh, well, if this vote comes in, you're going to see nothing, but every second girl will be getting an abortion and every second mm. person will be getting a divorce. And they think that, oh, well, if this becomes legalised, every second girl is going to be out on the street selling herself. Yeah, the sky doesn't fall not, in, the point. It's yeah. still not going to. That's not going to be the case. It will still be stigmatized, and it will still be shameful to have it in the. Family. I, I do believe. But I mean, by, by the way, the numbers. The, okay, just to clarify, the numbers of abortions did actually go up after we legalized abortion. But then again, you you could argue that a lot of those abortions were going on online. They were buying pills online, and we just didn't know yes. about those figures. And, or going to the UK. Or going to well, we we knew the figures of women that were going to the UK because they had to present themselves in the clinic in the UK. So we had those figures. So the figures for abortion went from I I think I, I maybe I'm it was three and a half thousand to I think six thousand or so it kind of doubled or whatever it was I, I don't remember the exact figures anyway but but they did go up now there's a lot of variables in that but I do think if we legalized prostitution um and you know if we legalized it as as Sony mentioned earlier on and regulated it Nicola and we say we had you know brothels where it was regulated. I yeah. do think the industry would become busier. I do think it would become busier, but 
I do think as well it would stop the likes of sexually transmitted diseases being passed on. Mm-hmm. Because if you do look at the likes of Amsterdam and things like that, those girls are getting tested every week. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. You I know, know, there's there's no... It does make it safer for everybody, yes, I know. On. There's nothing... There is now, and I'm not saying, you know, to be looking after the punters or anything like that, but those girls and the men who are using that line of work because that's what they've chosen to do, they are protected more. It's They are essentially working... With a union, if they had it legalised. Well, but say that, I, mean, I think I've Eamon back now. Sorry, Eamon, go ahead, John Classic Kids. Oh, you know. Good, Eamon. You have two daughters? I have four. four. Four daughters, sorry, I do apologise. Four daughters. Right. And you wouldn't like to see it legalised. Why? No, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, No, it's not about that, right? Okay. It's not about that at all, if I... What is it about, right? Eamon? It's about... You know what? We say, right, but I'm the same age as you, like, right? 57. You know? Right. Right. It's all about, we say, it's all about, we say, you know, it, 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 it's about fucking. What? Oh, sorry for language, like. Uh, thanks, right? yeah. We're getting there. I know you're getting to the point you're trying to make. I, right. I can see but it. Listen, I have four daughters. I, we know that. I, I have two granddaughters. Right, that's great. But what, what we're getting, let's talk about prostitution. Why would you not like to see it legalised? Listen, it's like this, right? Oh, I, it's like I, this, I don't want my daughter, right? Yeah. To be victimised by anybody, right? Right. And that's why I look at her like, right? Right. Right. Do right. you want to to you? Okay, Eamon, appreciate the point you're trying to make there. Unfortunately, not well. Would but you don't want your daughters to be prostitutes? Well, they don't have to be or victimized by anybody else. If you brought them up properly, I suppose in some sense <laughs> you could argue that they probably wouldn't go into that industry. Um, but in saying that, many people and that maybe that was wrong of me to say actually because most most women who are prostitutes are brought up properly. That's just the industry they choose to go into. Listen, Nicola, thank you very much indeed. Fern, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air, all right, and everybody else. And thanks to Eamon too, even though you never really got to the point you're trying to make. I've no idea what you're trying to talk about. Um, all right, now. Somebody said, um, hi, I was working away from home, 200 miles in a hotel board, went through a free ads and called a girl. She arrives. I knew her from home. She just loved sex. Uh, we did the business, but back at home, it was never mentioned. Sean, thanks for sharing that with us, Sean. Right. Why is nobody mentioning the pimps? What do you want us to mention the pimps for? They're illegal. Okay. Done. Are we, are we happy that we mentioned the pimps now? Pimps should be legal. Pimping should be illegal. That's coercing a woman, isn't it? We just talked about that at the start of the show. The men that pay for it are Neanderthals. Okay. Uh, bottom line, prostitution regresses society, says somebody else. Um, I agree. They're trying to normalise it. It's filthy and it's dirty. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.